This is my first post on mobile, so sorry in advance. This happened some time years ago. I don't remember. It was me, OP, and my brother, my dad, and my uncle. At 9pm, me and my brother were watching TV downstairs. We hear a knock on the door. My brother's in the bathroom, so I wait on him to get the door. I was really little. Uncle looks over the banister and gives me the stay back look. He comes down with his clock. He hides it behind the door, still holding it, and says, Can I help you? The man says, Yes, we're here offering our free home security. To the folks in this neighborhood. You're the last house of the night. We all knew this was bullcrap because we're the first house in the neighborhood. My uncle says that we don't want it and said bye while closing the door. Suspicious guy blocks the door and says, But this is also the bundle package with our Wi-Fi service. My brother went upstairs to tell dad and he mouths, get the fuck over here. I leave and uncle goes from casually holding the Glock to slowly inching his finger over the trigger. He aggressively says, yeah, we already have Wi-Fi. You should go. Suspicious guy states that this is the highest rated home security and that their brand is the best. His clothes had no markings or brand he belonged to, and the white van had nothing either. Our uncle gets pissed and almost tells, You need to leave right the fuck now. Fumbling the words, suspicious guy moves further in the doorway, with how trustworthy it is. The now really pissed off, already overprotective badass uncle yells, Leave! Suspicious guy walks back slowly, saying they will come back tomorrow. With more info, and uncle says in a deep, emotionless voice, You will not come back here tomorrow, if you want to breathe again. This scared shitless guy just speed walks back to the van, without saying a word. The van stays for a few minutes until uncle walks back out with his shotgun this time. The van speeds away in a hurry. I'm glad our uncle was there, because dad was showering up until the part where my brother told him what had happened. We sat in the living room for a few minutes until Uncle says, Asshole, to the guy with free house security, let's not meet. This happened to my younger sister. She was 16 and has played soccer all her life. She even played for several club teams. I don't know how to describe club teams, just that they're super selective and costs a lot of money to play for, and basically only take on the really good players. A few weeks ago, she had sent a link to a news article about her soccer coach. She had been arrested for possession of child pornography. He has pictures of her old teammates. He never did anything to her, but she was friends with his daughter, and obviously spent a lot of time around him for practice and games. It's horrifying to think about what could have happened. I was walking my dog on a trail not too far from my house and we went down our usual path. I was about five feet away from a tree when I saw a woman facing it. Her nose was touching the tree and she was hugging it, not saying a word. If I hadn't looked in that direction I wouldn't have known a person was there. I couldn't even tell if she was breathing if she stood so still. I was like a little creeped out by this so I started to back up with my dog and just walked out. The woman had not have known I was there if I was five feet away and 
I wasn't hiding the fact that I was there at all. I got back to the trail and turned around. She had backed up away from the tree slightly and her eyes were now wide open. I've never seen a person's eyes go so wide. But they had no expression. She still didn't notice me or give even the slightest hint she knew I was there. I started to get even more creeped out now that she was just staring blankly at nothing. She was motionless. I started to back away even more and she was now walking forward down the hill. The hill's steep and slippery, but she didn't even look down where she was going. She just kept walking forward, nothing but her legs and she was now whispering something. But I knew she wasn't talking to anyone. Nobody else was around. I turned around and heard her yelling, but I could no longer see her. I just got out of there as fast as I could, with my dog, and spent the walk home looking over my shoulder every five minutes. We've all heard the stereotypical, pale woman with long black hair, description in horror movies. That was this woman. Went into the local drugstore to buy some cold meds and when I went to the front for them to ring me up. A cashier I'd never seen before helped me. He looked to be in his mid to late 30s. The cashier asked to see my license, and I told him I don't remember ever having to show ID for cough medicine before, and he shrugged awkwardly, and said kind of sheepishly that it was a new thing he had to do. Since I knew I have to show ID for allergy medicine, I don't think much of it and show him my card. I held it up and he looked at it for a long time. I assumed he was doing some head math since I still look young, and bartenders always take forever with my ID. But then he finishes ringing me up and goes, Oh, so, street I live on. That's up by State Park near me, right? Which actually he was wrong, and it's in the opposite direction about 20 minutes. But I was tired and not in the mood to chat. So I just said yes because I thought he was making small talk. He asked some more questions about where about and where it was and I just kept saying yes to everything. Later I told my parents that there was a new rule and that you had to show ID for cold medicine. And my folks got this weird look on their faces and said no, you didn't. And only then did it really dawn on me what a strange interaction I had had. Also, the next few times I went to the drugstore, one of my parents would come in with me, but I never saw that cashier ever again. So I've had a few creepy encounters, but I think this one is just the cherry on top. My friend 10 and I 9 decided to walk to a nearby park just to hang out and avoid someone. We got there and kind of sat on the swings and talked for a bit venting about people and talking about school, things like that. And we were there for about 20-ish minutes before a car drove around the block. Rolled down the driver's side window and looked at us for a second before driving off again. He came around a few more times, slowing his speed every time he passed us. He then stuck his arm out, the window and gestured for us to come to the car. My friend and I shook our heads and the guy drove off again. My friend and I gathered our bags and started to leave, as the guy came back around to us. We started walking away and he did a U-turn and continued to follow us. We ran to the nearest store as he followed us. 
I got called up by a friend and of course answered. The guy in the car saw me pull out a phone and he sped to the next light. We turned to our local grocery store as I called my dad to come pick us up. I haven't seen the guy or the car since. A couple of years ago, I was leaving the local liquor store. As I walked out into the parking lot, I noticed three young men, late teens, early tweens, standing by the side of a wall of the store. I noticed one had a digital camera strapped around his neck. As I'm walking to my car, I hear the distinct whirl of the camera and shutter. I turn around and the kid takes a few more quick pictures of me. Then the three of them take off running down the street. I swear. It was like they're waiting for me to exit the store. I still think about it sometimes. So, this experience isn't as scary as others on here, but it still crosses my mind every once in a while. It happened when I was about 14 years old. It was around the morning time and I was walking towards my church. The fastest route is near my old school. While walking, I saw an older man, around 60 years old, sitting on a bench smoking a cigar. My mother taught me it was polite to say hello to older people, so that's what I did. I greeted him and he was about to continue walking when he told me to stop and come back. I thought he was going to ask me what the time was or something similar, but instead he reached for my hand and told me to sit on his lap because he wanted us to be friends. Of course, I started running away as fast as I could, because I had already had a few encounters with older men. I know it's not that scary of an experience, but but still, who knows what his intentions were. So this is my first time posting on this subreddit, so please don't give me any shit for any bad grammar. So anyway, this event happened when I was around 5. So when it happened, I didn't really understand it. But now when I look back at it, it really freaks me out. So I was just sitting at my table in my old house coloring pictures when I look out the window and see a man staring at me deeply. And this was in our backyard. So me being young told my mom really casually that there was a man outside waiting. She looked and flipped out and ran outside to chase him off. The last thing I saw of him was he was in socks and underwear, and was really dirty. He must have jumped the fence because he got away. We lived in a pretty safe neighborhood, so this was really unexpected. Anyway, I remember that moment to this day, and just wanted to get it off my chest. I'll try to keep this short. I'm a girl. I dated a boy while we were in high school, K, and we'd always go to his friend's house, C, along with four or five other regular friends in the group. I was in 11th grade, K was in the 12th. They all smoked weed, and though I was straight edge, I never smoked weed any myself. I never had a problem sitting in the circle next to my boyfriend and passing the blunt from him to whoever was next to me. This was a regular occurrence when we'd always meet up and hang at C's house, because his dad was cool and bought us alcohol, so I didn't mind the drugs. So I saw C quite often over a period of almost a year, and after K and I broke up, 
I was still good friends with C and the other people in the group. Well, I was completely devastated and lost when I broke up with K, due to us constantly flirting and just not being happy around each other, and others and getting into arguments over anything and everything by that point. Weeks or months in, I needed the company of a friend and some comfort, so C and I met up at his new apartment. I wasn't a big drinker either, but after my recent heartbreak, I was more open to try new things. C and I sat around bullshitting and drinking and somehow it led to us making out. Now I never actually liked C that way, and never intended to do such a thing with him. But I think in the midst of all the confusion, pain, and inebriated, I was very pliable and was still very scared to say no to people at this point in my life. So we make out, that's all happening, and we go to bed in his bed, genuinely just asleep. Fast forward months or so later, we hang out again at his apartment, drink some, and this time I knew he would be expecting me to kiss him again, and possibly even more. I felt guilt and repulsion for somehow getting into this position to have done in the first time. So I drink a lot less this time to keep my wits about me. Eventually, as I feel his eyes growing warmer with me, and to start to roam and linger more freely, I can sense the sexual tension and desire he's emulating. So I tell him I'm super tired and I'm going to call it a night. He said no problem, so I waved him goodbye. In the living room and went to his room and went to bed. Not 20 minutes go by and I hear his door open. I went to bed to avoid having to comply with his expectations of sexual activity. Again, I was shy and didn't know how to say no to someone. He's respectfully being quiet and he doesn't wake me. And in a moment, I feel him climb into bed as well. The bed naturally bounces and creaks as he adjusts his body into a comfortable position. And eventually, everything settles down and all is quiet. Laying on my back, I continued to pretend to be asleep, and just focused on actually falling asleep. But suddenly, I feel something gently slide up onto my breast. It's light touching, as it finds its way, and then it's a full palm rest on my breast, followed by a gentle squeeze. Now I'm thinking, okay buddy, come on now, I'm clearly asleep, and it's not gonna happen. I make a sleepy noise and then roll over onto my side to get his hand off of me. I thought that was the end of it, but apparently I just presented him a different area for his groping pleasure, as I then feel him glide his hand swiftly onto my ass, more squeezing, rubbing. What the fuck, see? So I make another sleep noise like I'm beginning to wake up, but not quite awake, and then roll onto my back. I didn't have many options, and it was one or the other. So then you would think that the creep would get that I'm sleeping. And don't be groping my good parts, you weirdo. But he didn't. What do you think he does next? He fucking leans in and kisses me while I'm sleeping. Come on, man. I didn't react to it because I was too embarrassed to wake up. And in turn, make him embarrassed for being caught. So I just kept maneuvering around his sleep pedophilia and gropages, and eventually stopped whether from boredom or who knows what. But I left the next day knowing my friend is a predator, and I never spoke to him since. I intend to keep it that way, so see, let's not meet again.
so this happened last summer. It was a hot day and I just got off of work around 7pm and decided to take my dog for a run in the forest preserve near my house. When you start on the path it's very open and near a busy street, but as you go farther into the path, you're deep in the forest and surrounded by trees. The sun was starting to set at this point but I figured I would get to a quick 2 miles and my dog could get some energy out. I was about a mile into my run when I was startled by a man who was hiding behind a tree. He pops out of nowhere smoking a cigarette and asks if he can join me on my run. I wonder why this man's behind a tree and alone. My heart starts to beat fast and I look around and realize that it's almost dark and no one is on the path and there are no cars in the parking lot anymore. I say no thank you and continue to run trying not to look panicked. He starts to come closer to me and my one year old Staffy pit lunges towards him. My dog is extremely playful and gets excited to see people, so lunges towards them and waiting for people to pet him. However, he looks intimidating so the guy thought he was attacking. He backs up and starts running faster down the path and hill while continuing to look back. I stopped out of breath and frantically call my fiance who was at work. He doesn't answer. I decide I didn't want to go any further down the path and further into the forest so I wait a few minutes and go back to my phone in my hand ready to dial the police. I get to the top of the hill and see the man jumping into the passenger side of a white van that was not parked in the lot when the man approached me and the driver speeds off. I always think of what would have happened if I didn't have my dog with me on that jog. I can't remember when it started. It seems like I've spent an eternity in this hell, but I'm sure it hasn't been more than a few days. Or is it a few weeks? It's always there. Day or night. Never stopping. Never starting. Always there. That sound. I've tried closing my bedroom door. I've tried wearing headphones. I've even tried turning up the volume of the music in my room, but nothing works. It's always there, piercing my eardrums like someone shooting an arrow through them, over and over again. The infernal racket. When my big sister first told my mother that she wanted a violin, I didn't care. I thought it might be fun. I thought she'd learn how to play it. Thought she might use it for a few minutes each day until she became bored of it. But that isn't what happened. Since she got it, she hasn't set it down. And I don't just mean that she plays it a lot. I mean, she literally does not stop. I thought she would eventually get tired and fall asleep. She hasn't. My mother acts like she doesn't notice. She just goes about her business as usual, as if nothing strange or out of the ordinary is happening, like she doesn't even hear it. I haven't slept in days. I can't. 
That sound just keeps drilling into my head like a corkscrew. It's gotten unbearable. I must bring a stop to this. It was almost 3 a.m. when I rose from bed, having not slept a wink. I opened my bedroom door and walked out as quietly as possible, creeping down the hallway through the darkness. When I reached her bedroom door, I paused for a second and knocked. No response. Not even a break in the sound from her violin. I twisted the door handle slowly, pushing inward while I tried to get a glance inside. There were no lights on in her bedroom, but the moonlight shining through her window formed a perfect backlit halo around her, standing in the middle of the room, playing that dreadful piece of wood. She was just a silhouette. I felt for the light switch on the wall and flipped it, only to see nothing happen. Now, you may think that this was a problem, but it only made my job easier. I walked toward her, making no sound. I now stood next to her, looking directly at her silhouetted face, while she continued doing what she thinks is playing, paying no attention to me. Sarah? I said. No reply. She just kept playing without so much as a flinch. It was then that I decided that the time was right. I had one arm concealed behind my back, which I now pulled forward, revealing the machete that I had taken from the garage earlier. I raised it above my head, looked at the glow around it from the moonlight, and then came down as hard as I could right on top of my sister's head. A dull, wet, chunky sound brought the atonal music to a halt. The blade rested in her head, blood flowing from the impact point. Complete silence. What relief came over me? I felt the tension drifting away. But I then heard a quiet whimpering sound. I knelt and put my ear close to my sister, and heard her whispering. I couldn't make out the words, so I leaned in even closer. She spoke. Don't. Stop. Playing. Why? I asked. She could not answer. I knelt there next to her, confused. Then, a slight change in the reflection of the moonlight. From the darkness in the corner rose another silhouette. My eyes widened as I tried to remain still. This shape was not that of a person. It was probably three feet tall and almost as wide. Whatever it was, it was moving in my direction. Not knowing what to do, I recalled what my sister said. I grabbed the violin and bow off of the floor and started dragging the bow back and forth across the strings, making the horrid sound of dying cats that had only stopped a few moments prior. 
the cacophony of sounds filled the air once again, as they had for an eternity before I stopped my sister from playing them. The thing in the shadow stopped advancing, and started moving back toward the corner from which it came. I've now been here for three days, making these horrible sounds come from this violin. I can't stop, or I know it will come out of the corner again. I can't stop. Hey guys, I want to thank you so much for listening. If you haven't yet, please consider clicking that subscribe button and bell icon to get notified of all future videos. I try to post around 5 times a week. And if you have a store of your own you'd like to be featured on the channel, head over to my subreddit, r official. And if you want to get early access to my videos, head over to my Patreon, where only $1 a month you can get that. And I also have some other fun perks. I've also got merch now all over on Spreadshirt. I as well offer all of my videos on my podcast that can be found on all major podcast services. All links will be located in the description field. Hope everyone's having a good night and remember, keep it spooky.